Hey, this is Mike Zwick from If Not For God podcast. Our show, Stories of Hopelessness Turned Into Hope. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. I am really glad, and I know you think I'm going to say that you're, you're listening to us today, which I am, but I'm really glad for our producer, Keith, because, you know, he knows that we need to have this mute button before we come on the air, because, you know, we were laughing right up until the time the music started playing, so we started the show without you this week, uh, just having some fun with Harold like we do every week. Yeah, I actually took a picture, and I, I've got to figure out a way to get it up on Facebook or something because we have these you know due to covid we have these white covers that go over the earphones uh part of the headphones and so sam right before the show starts noticed that harold had a great deal in common with princess leia (laughs) (laughs) i had a weirder thought than that though he probably looks better than she does now yeah yeah i think so yeah Anyway, we're uh, we are very glad that you're with us this week, and, and Robbie, we're uh, we're not that far away from boot camp. Do you have any idea how many eves it is? Well, I know it's four weeks, so wow. is it like twenty eight? Yeah, something like that. We'll call twenty eight. Yeah, that it, sounds good. It's definitely going to be here before you know it, and I, you know, personally, I'm like, whoa, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's it's a week and two days away from uh, from the show today. And so, uh, guys, come! it's time. Register. I, I know guys are always late at registering. You know, we start talking about it, like, right after the, 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 the boot camp for the next boot camp, you know, and we talk about it every week. And invariably, it's kind of the same thing. Guys are just like, yeah, I'll do it later. Well, you know, people are registering, so we need you to get registered so we can uh, make sure we save a slot for you and that uh, we can get the right food in for everybody. So it's important that you do it sooner rather than later. So we'll ask you to go to mashlinjourney.org and register now, not during the show, but right after the show. And we'd love to see you there and, and love to see what God has to do for you, with you and for you while you're there. Yeah, to hear from God, especially from me, you know, on the subject of what we're talking about today, you know, it's going to touch your heart, I hope. And you're going to think, God, what do I do with this? Because I'm really struggling in this area. And I'm looking around the room and everybody in this room is struggling in this area. So, mm-hmm. you know, what an opportunity it is to grow closer to God to get some answers. Yeah, the the topic for today was one of them that um, kind of came to me as I was watching some shows, um, just catching up on some TV shows and, and some things, and and finding you know just how more, much more and more in shows you're really seeing the father wound play out. You know, it, it's in almost every TV show that I've watched. At some point, they're dealing with a father wound. You know, and it really made me think about the the importance of fatherhood 
you know, and, and some of the shows, they, you know, treat dad like he's the idiot. You know, everybody loves Raymond, you know, as much as I love that show, you know, Raymond was always kind of the idiot, you know, according to, to Deborah and, and uh, you know, and she was kind of showing that in front of the kids a lot of the times. And, and so fatherhood's not really thought very highly of in some ways, but it's very impactful in other ways, and it, and it plays out in shows, you know. And so I was really thinking, we do a Father's Day show, you know, but that's once a year. It's probably something we should talk about a few times a year. And so this one was, you know, fatherhood, the responsibilities of being a father, the opportunities of being a father, and the dangers of being a father. And we're going to try to touch on each of those. And we're going to start with a really fun clip from, uh, from, from you, Danny. Yeah, surprisingly enough, it's from the Andy Griffith Show. It is surprising. It's shocking, actually. But um, it's from an episode called Opie the Spoiled Kid. And this new kid and his family moved to town, and he is a spoiled brat. And the clip just kind of shows the contrast between the way Andy's father and and his views as opposed to the father's view of the spoiled kid. And there's some transition in it, but it, it, it just an enlightenment of good you know andy is always shown as a strong father and, mm-hmm. and there's always some sort of life lesson in it that's kind of why i like the show but uh that and my wife made me watch it a bunch so but anyway it's a good clip yeah in this clip uh the boy's bike's been confiscated right yes all right Bar- barney's confiscated and the, and the dad's in demanding the bike back yeah okay we'll pick it up there Arnold was warned and continued to ride his bicycle on the sidewalk. Now, we're going to impound that bicycle. He learns to use it according to regulation. Oh, but, you know, can't you see this is a very sensitive child? Obviously, you don't understand it. Arnold's a good boy. You just... Oh, I think I understand it. A little high-spirited, perhaps, but weren't we all at his age? I wasn't. Well, I was the law, Mr. We don't teach children to live in society today. What's going to happen to them when they grow up? For heaven's sake, Sheriff, the boy's not a criminal. I didn't say he was. Now, what he does at home is none of our business. But when he gets out on the street, he's going to have to answer to us. I can show you in the statute book. The minimum punishment for this offense is impounding the bicycle for one Well, you can't do it. I demand you return that bike and now. Now, you look here. You're that boy's father. You're responsible for his actions. Now, he's too young to be locked up. If you're not going to take responsibility, maybe I ought to lock you up. You ever think of that? Yeah. Well, my daddy is scared of that, are you? Make him put you in jail. That'll show him. Go on, Dad. Show him they can't push me around. Go on. Put him in jail. He won't care. How's that? My dad will show you. He's tough. You, uh, you want me to lock your father up? He ain't afraid of you. I don't want to lose my brand new bike. I just got it. You'd rather I put your father in jail? I want my bike! Sheriff, there won't be any need to impound that bike. How's that? I'd like to have it. I want to sell it. Sell it? You're going to sell my bike? That's right, Arnold. But it's my bike. You can't sell my bike. Be quiet, Arnold. <laughs> Marty, you won't go get the bicycle. <laughs> oh. I won't let you. You can't do that. Arnold, be quiet. <laughs> Mr. Winkler, would you like to continue this father and son discussion in quiet? Huh? I say, would you like to continue this in quiet? There's a real nice woodshed out back. <laughs> Good old-fashioned woodshed. Real nice one. Come on, Arnold. Is Arnie going to get spanked, Don't you think he deserves it? I don't want to say. After all, he is one of my own kind. So, Dan, that's a pretty good clip. I enjoyed that. It's in the woodshed part and Opie's hilarious. <laughs> you yeah. might need to explain that to people under 30, though. Yeah, the woodshed used to be a place where you got punished. They'd take you out behind the woodshed for a whipping. 
which I know is not a popular subject anymore. Yeah, I had to go pick my switch. That's what it was off the little switch tree. Yeah, that was brutal. I guess what it what it makes me think of is if you've you know been around a child at all, it you don't have to teach a child to be selfish. No, it it's part of the fallen nature, I think. And obviously, Arnold is a very selfish, self centered child who's thinking about his bike. He gonna let him lock Dad up, you know. And but Dad has other plans at in toward the end of the clip. But you know, I, I think about raising my own children and the the challenges that that brings to to teach a child. I think Scripture says it teach a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. But it's that gray area in between that verse. I think um, that you have to teach them the hard knocks, and they'll respond one way or the other. And doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna they're gonna stay on script all the time. But and and I love Opie's perspective. You know, is he gonna get a whipping? You know, don't you think he deserves it? I'd rather not say. Yeah, he's one of my own kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of my own. So, you know, I I I thought of a story about my son when he was little. My stepson, he was he knew how I felt about the kids lying. Now my daughter used to finagle the truth quite a bit. And so Cody saw all this because he was the younger child. And one morning we were making breakfast, and I asked him to pack a lunch. He said, no. He said, I took, accidentally took two yesterday, and I didn't think anything about it. I was just, I'm busy doing other things. So that afternoon, he's a little bee fella. He's about six years old. I won't ever forget it. And he comes marching into the bedroom with his lunchbox. And... Usually, if, me and his mom hadn't been married too long, so usually he's in there to see mom. He marches right around mama and comes and stands up man-to-man to me and says, I need to tell you I lied about my lunch. And his confession was such a, it overwhelmed me to know that, because God says if you confess your sins. But he was as big a man as I'd ever seen. And those are the things, those are the precious moments mm-hmm. that I think we have in, in in parenting. So. Why did he lie? Yeah, what caused him to lie? Yeah, I know. Why, why did he not I don't know why he lied. I don't remember why he lied. He, he was human. Yeah. yeah. That's always easier. <laughs> so that clip for me, you hit it on the nail on the head, it falls under the, the responsibility. Right? As a father, we, we kind of have the responsibility to, to train our kids up, right? Into, the, into, you know, integrity, into those types of things. Yeah, we have responsibility to provide for them and to make sure they have food and all that kind of stuff. That's part of the responsibilities. But, you know, we do have responsibilities to kind of lay the groundwork of what a man is supposed to look like, right? And either that's through stuff that we do or through an association of men, you know, having other men around them to help them learn life lessons and those types of things, whether it be a grandfather or whoever that might be. You know, it's pretty important. My son was talking last night, ironically, about a time that uh, he was uh, between three and four, I believe, and we lived in an old farmhouse, and, and in his room in the closet, the windows were like uh, six inches off the floor. You know, they weren't very high off the floor. It was like an addition, you know, 50 years ago or whatever. And so we'd ask him to go clean his room, you know, and so he had to go clean his room. And so he's up there cleaning, and all of a sudden we get, you know, a ring at the doorbell, and we open the doorbell, it's our next-door neighbor. She's like, there's all sorts of clothes flying out the window <laughs> 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 and landing in the bush outside. 
you know, so went upstairs and he was cleaning his room, but it was all going right out the window, you know, and, and uh, so he was, his mom said, you know, uh, last night, she's like, uh, Caleb, I'm sure you probably got, you know, spanking for that. He's like, oh yeah. You know, he's three or four. He remembers the spanking and the spanking wasn't as much for throwing the clothes out the window was the danger of him being able to fall out the window. Right. Cause at that age, you know, and that window was just barely off the ground. You know, and uh, so, but he remembered that lesson. He never threw anything out the window as far as I know again. <laughs> but, you know, it's part of that, just helping him understand the right and wrong of it. You know, you're talking about uh, kids lying. You know, my uh, when my kids would lie as they were growing up, they had to do the whole bar of soap thing. They had to put a bar of soap in their mouth for a minute, you know, and that's nasty. But, you know, it does tend to work pretty well. <laughs> Makes them think about, you know, uh, lying moving forward. Yeah, and you didn't go blind. You didn't, okay. you know, and it didn't it cleaned out their system. It didn't hurt them, you know. It wasn't <laughs> like there's anything terrible, but you know, they they did remember it, you know. And to this day, uh, my daughter, who got the brunt of it, uh, really doesn't like people that lie. You know, she just really doesn't have a whole lot of tolerance for it because she doesn't like to be a person that lies. Go to masculinejourney.org, register for the upcoming boot camp. You could do it quickly during the break, or you could do it right after the show, but please do it soon. We want to see you there. God wants to see you there. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Masculinejourney.org. What if one weekend wasn't up to you that you could go and God would orchestrate it all? Masculine Journey Boot Camp, basic training designed to give men permission to be how God made them, passionate warriors for the kingdom. Based on John Eldridge's wild at heart, experience four days purpose for God to come after and perhaps reawaken dreams and desires he uniquely placed in your masculine heart. Fall Boot Camp coming up November 18th through the 21st. Go to MasculineJourney.org and register today. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. Go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. You can go to facebook.com and click the donate button, or you can go to masculinejourney.org and find the donate button. Masculinejourney.org. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Now I'm a giant Got a son of my own He's always trying To go everywhere I go Do the best I can To raise him up the right way Hoping that he someday wants to be Like his old man Welcome back. Uh, that's uh, the Zach Brown Band. Um, actually going to see them uh, tonight at uh, in Charlotte, going with my uh, youngest son to see the band. And it's just an amazing song called My Old Man. Anyway, Robbie, you want to say something? No. I, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you kind of, you know, andied up to the mic. So oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> andied up. And, and, oh. Not Andy. Oh, we've been missing Andy. We, yeah, we do miss Andy. Maybe those are Freudian slip. I can't tell him, I can't tell him <laughs> I miss him, you know, because then it would just burn that whole, you know, hate relationship. It's a thing. whole new term. Whenever I look at him now, you're gonna, are you andying up? Uh, anteing up is oh, what okay. I meant to say. I just didn't enunciate very well. <laughs> anyway, you do have my clip tuned up and apparently, you know, this opportunity. It's a really hard subject for me. Um, if, if, you know, being completely transparent, you know, one of my biggest 
you know, things I think about all the time is, you know, oh man, I, and I, I feel like I blew it a lot as a parent. And, you know, you see the results of that in so many different ways. And so this is a neat clip for me because it's from a grandfather's standpoint. He's, um, it's a difficult clip and it's a little bit hard to listen to, but it's from a movie, um, If I Stay. And the poor girl that is in the coma that the grandfather will be talking to, she was in an automobile accident and all of her family was killed, her mother, father, brothers, sisters. She's the only one who survived and she's in a coma fighting for her life. And, and the grandfather apparently is in this situation where he begins to talk to her about her father when, when, the, when the clip starts and what a great dad he was and where he wasn't, you know, what he perceived his son to be and his son's sacrifices that, that he had made for the daughter. What you don't know, because you can't see the clip, is that the girl is sort of out of her body too. Not only is she laying there in the coma, but like somebody, you know, like the idea of somebody going to heaven or whatever, she's outside of her body and she's listening to the grandfather talk to her in the coma. And she's responding. So you'll hear a girl speaking and she's, she talks about her daddy and then at the end she'll say, thank you, grandpa. Well, that's actually the girl herself responding to to what's being said. And, and the beauty of this, well, we'll talk about it after you listen. I've been trying to think of what Denny would want me to say to you. The kid was dead, wasn't he? He sure had me beat. I remember the day that he he quit the band. He just uh, he up and said, that's it. The time has come. I was surprised. I, I never really liked the way the band sounded, but I knew how important it was to him. And so I asked him, I said, why are you quitting? And he said, you make sacrifices for your kids, for your kids. He said that without even blinking. And that's why he quit the band. For daddy. For you. It was when he heard you play so well. I think that that's when it clicked for him. Your incredible talent that he, he just, he couldn't believe it. And all he wanted to do was to give you more. So he quit the band, he sold his drum kit, and he bought you that cello. Sacrifice. That's what we do for the people that we love. And here's mine, Mia. I want you to live. I want that more than anything in this world. I want you to fight like to stay with us. But with everybody else gone, I know it, it might not be what you want. It might be too hard for you to keep fighting. So if you want to go, I want you to know it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I understand. Thank you. And I think for me, in so many ways, it illustrates that love overcomes a lot of mistakes. And you can hear that from the grandfather, you know, from the father and, and all those things. And so I remember when I came 
you know, it's my first boot camp. I'm a little bit older than some of these guys, and so my kids are adults. And, you know, and I learned about father wounds, <laughs> painful stuff. <laughs> Realizing that, you know, not only obviously did I have them, but clearly I'd been, you know, the, the, the person that had d- delivered some of those. And, and what was so cool and one of the reasons that I, that I hope that you'll consider coming to boot camp is that you get a chance to go out and talk to God about it, right? In the Covenant of Silences, you take this stuff that, that comes up in these sessions that you really are struggling with, and this is one of the areas I struggle with, and you take it to God and you say, what do I do with this? And, and the story isn't over. You know, there, that's what God told me. It's, it, you, you, there's time. And, and you can still love your adult children, and, and how do we go about doing that well? How do we call out their glory? How do we um, pass the gospel on to the next generation? And, and I think those are things that are very, very, very valuable to me. And, and you know, if you'd consider coming, you know, we can share the journey. I don't have all the answers, but man, I'm all about trying to love on my kids like that, like the sacrifice of actually giving up like that grandfather was willing to. Yeah, it, yeah, even though he felt like he didn't really have what it takes when his kids were, were there, right? He was able to speak, you know, literally try to speak life into his granddaughter. You know, and that's the opportunity we have as fathers definitely is to speak, you know, condemnation into the lives of our kids or to speak life into the life of our kids. You know, and we find ourselves where we've fallen on that first side. You know, we all, we all have at some point, right? But we don't have to stay there. And that's the great thing about that clip is, you know, there's, there's the opportunity tomorrow. There's the opportunity now. There's the opportunity the day after that. You know, it's being intentional and trying to, to share from the heart and share life with your kids. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're always trying to give more to your kids. Mm-hmm. And it's such a struggle sometimes because you, you want them to grow up right. You want them to behave. You want them to do things that are right. And you can so easily go overboard with any one subject. You know, I'm too lenient like uh, the kid in the Opie clip, you know. You know I'm, I'm so lenient that I let my kid push me around that I give them everything they want. They become a brat. Or you can go to the other side where you're so mean and overbearing that they're scared of everything and won't venture outside the house and won't do anything. You know, they hate life. It's it's trying to walk that life in balance. It's so hard. And just to, I can remember when for me it clicked because, yes, my anger issues blowing up, you know, in the family, letting things get to me. I remember the first time it was such a relief for me just to understand, to say I'm sorry. Because I know it was probably Ben first because, you know, he's the oldest. So, you know, just a young age, and I forget what it was. I have no idea, but I just remember saying, I knew I should say I'm sorry. And it was kind of like, well, should I really do that? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm the father. I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be right all the time. And I get, you know, that that's the kind of morbid thoughts that are in your head, you know, about who, what a father is. Because there's so many other people putting thoughts as to who you should be that those thoughts are coming from people in a society that have no idea what a father is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And 
I, you know, I just said, I'm sorry. And I was like, had a little talk. And I just remember that being so good. I'm like, and I got to do that more often. And next thing, you know, I did that much more often. And it started to become something of a, something that, that I'm like, I got to commit myself to that because Lord knows I screw up so many times, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I could just start at least admitting that to myself, admitting that to my kids was a great place to start and trying to be a better father. You know, because I was like, I realized I wasn't going to stop screwing up. So I'm like, okay, let me just find that place where I can say, I'm sorry. That was a big, big, big healing moment for myself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> for me, um, God uh, orchestrating some ways that my boys could come to boot camp was a big part of taking the opportunity, and you guys have all been a part of that, of speaking into their life, you know, of, of joking with them or, you know, talking to them aside, you know, sharing some of your story, that type of thing, and letting them be around men who are, are living and trying to be authentic. Not that we all don't struggle with posing, you know, at times, but to try not to live that way and to let them know that there's, there's a different way than what society says to live. Right, especially as they were um, young and, and teenagers, you know, coming up, um, it's been very impactful, you know, and it, it provided a a background for me to talk to them when they were struggling in relationships, you know, to 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 tell a eighteen year old or seventeen year old you can't love her well enough to heal her, and have them understand the context of that, right? That only God can heal. You can love them well. But the healing's not up to you, you know, and, and to remind them of some of those truths and just how grateful I am that they have been able to, to share that time, you know. And so, again, that's not a promo for the boot camp, but I'm just talking about how impactful it's been to my family, you know, and definitely, hopefully, to generations to come as a result. I'm a little jealous. My boys are in their 40s, and I've been inviting them since we started these and haven't got one there yet. Holding out a little hope for this one, one of them coming. But, uh, and thank you for that clip, Robbie. It took me a lot of places that, uh, well, I'll, I'll go to getting a clip. I played around with Father Knows Best and my three sons and a bunch of really oldies, and nothing really appealed to me. And then I landed on, okay, I want to do Cats in the Cradle. Uh, I'm very glad I didn't. And since we're doing this, we'll talk more about that in the next show. But I could not have gotten through that, playing it, because that resembles how I view my fatherhood quite a bit. Yeah, and we come back uh, for the after hours. We haven't touched on the dangers of being a dad, which there's plenty of those. We, and we're going to touch and share more of our own personal stories in the after hours. Go to masculinejourney.org. To, re- to register for boot camp, to download the, the latest podcast, or you can go to Spotify, to any of the, the podcast outlets and get their show, Masculine Journey Radio is what you want to look up. Again, it's the After Hours Show. We'll talk to you next week. Have an awesome week. This is the Truth Network.